0: Let's just start the damn podcast.
1: All right. Do you want to say hello? All right. Hello and welcome to the KYD show. <sighs> hey, guys. It's uh, your favorite co host, Mr. Jonathan Franz, in the building uh, with my main man, MJ Fitzpatrick. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. I really hope
0: you can all see my face when Jonathan was doing that.
1: He loves it when I. Uh, Enthusiastically express myself
0: That's when I have a judgement started coming yeah, up yeah, he And did.
1: I was like, oh no, you're self-expressing And I let it go He judges me well, I tried to let it go Hey, what episode is this? Uh, is this five? Five I think it's episode five Welcome yeah. to episode five Great I really hope uh, Well, I know that there's a lot in here for a lot of men And mm-hmm. women that come to this podcast And I think, like, you know It will just be an extension of where we're currently at And yeah. where the work is Yeah why don't we start there? Cool. Why don't we start on, uh, you know, where we are at in the business? And also, like, where's the, how's the work changing and forming?
0: Yeah. Cool. I, I kind of want to leave the business stuff aside because I, I don't want it to be too much. And this doesn't have to be something that we do, but I don't want it to be too much about us. Okay, cool. But it also could be cool just to, yep. to be in our story about how we're growing. Yeah, it could be cool. Yeah, um, I'm super happy to talk about the work. What do you think? I think I think the work. When I actually said
1: the business, I, I actually mean like the work. Cool. Oh. Yeah. So put that into uh, the work because honestly, yeah. oh. the work. Okay. I feel like it's changing. I bet mean, it's always changing. it's always changing. It's so ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So I think, man, how deep down this rabbit hole do we want to go? Well, you know, start somewhere. Okay because we could go to 20. Um, all right, where's the work? I mean, what we've learned this year is really unbelievable. And I think it really mirrors my growth in this whole process of being a facilitator. And I really love the idea of facilitator, not coach. And I don't think I'm mm-hmm. a coach. A coach is like, let me help you get better at life. That's not what I do, that's like not what that. we do. Yeah. It's like, let me help you help yourself. I don't really mind where you want to help yourself. I don't have a set idea of where you need to go. This is where I think you could go, but it's a much very different, Like I I like that there's no sort of structure in what we do. There's like the structure within no structure. Mm. Like how we want a a process or program We're really following what's in the room rather than saying, this is where we need to go. And I really like that. And I think that's much more facilitation, whereas coaching is, here's the structure, this is what we're going to do, let's go hit it. you know, as I've grown up as a coach, like I remember the as a facilitator, well, I thought myself as a coach for a long time and now I see myself as a facilitator and that's been a big shift. You know, when I was coming up as a coach, like I have um, I have like journal articles of me writing, like after I would leave a coaching session, I'd write all the good things that went really well because I was so scared that I couldn't help people. Wow. And I had so much self doubt and like, oh, can I, am I going to be any good at this? Like, is this what I'm supposed to do? And I actually remember the first time like I led a woman to this to this distinction that she wouldn't have gotten without me. And she had a big like aha moment or like revelation. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can be really good at this. Like I, I remember really well, we're at Hyde Park. I remember the cafe. I even remember the distinction. Like, so that's where it started for me. And it started from like, okay, let me copy Tony Robbins. Yeah. And the, the one tool I had was naming a state. So like, you know, when you were having the best time ever, how did you feel? I felt certain, I felt great, I felt wonderful. Okay, great, if you named that part of yourself, what would you name it? I'd name it like, you know, the boss or, or confident Steve or anything like that, okay, great. Well, what if you put confident Steve in charge of business, what would happen? But that was the, that was, my coaching was that. That's cool. Right, that was the, which is completely stolen from Tony Robbins or copied from Tony Robbins. And that's where it started. But the parts work is still there. Well, yeah, that, sorry, let me say state rather than part. Oh, okay. You weren't using that language? No, no, no. That came a lot later. Got it. So, so that was the start. And then the other big thing was, you know, obviously been through a lot of mental health problems myself, uh, or mental health, you know, challenges myself. And the big thing that really frustrated me, which I actually was thinking about again the other day is like, you know, if, if my brain's getting anxious and why can't I just say to it, hey, stop being anxious and it works. Like it, it, that used to drive me bananas because it's not like I'm asking someone else. It's not like I'm like, do you know, like the part of my brain which is getting anxious and the part of my brain which is telling my brain to stop getting anxious, like they're in the same thing. Correct. They're not listening to each other. I was like, but it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, like why, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, why can't I just tell my brain, raise my testosterone and it does. Wow. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that doesn't, there's no instinctual reason why that can't happen. And I understand the logic. It's different set, like different systems and whether or not the conscious brain has access to it. I was like, yeah, but the, the conscious brain has access to the subconscious brain and the subconscious brain has access to all of that. And so it's like, that was where it started. And i really asked that question of like, why, why not? Mm. And, and I think one of the big strengths I have as a facilitator is these really simple questions. That I feel like no one else asks, I ask, and oftentimes, I, like I don't know the answer, but then by asking the question, I go down a different path, and that was, I think, really where this path we're on now started, because that's like that was the rabbit hole that I went down, and then discovered that you know there's all these parts of you. It's not actually one of you, and then like you know, delving came along, and delving the technology that really, you know, that's that's where we came from. Like we really came from. Working at the emotional mind level, shifting things at that thing, using you know visualization and, and and you know the technology that we had to help people clear, feeling like they're not enough and, and all these things. And that's where it really started. That was the first big tool that I learned is that I kind of feel like it was my own, was delving. Delving. Yeah. And then and then the second one was helping people connect with their spirit and taking someone who's never had a spiritual experience in their life and whilst completely sober just through conversation, asking them questions. And that, and that was where it started It was those, and, and like at the end of the day that's still really what we do it's yeah, those yeah. two big pillars because yeah. I really feel like that's it and then and then you know we were doing that with women and then now we work with men and it's, it's, it's so different working with men because with a woman and again you've seen it I'm like hey let's do this thing it'll help you love yourself more and you're like great you know I work with a man or a masculine person and I'm like hey let's do this thing and you can love yourself more how do I know it's going to work you're just like everyone else that I've worked with do I even need to love myself? Who the fuck are you? Mm. How many? What are your qualifications? What are your influences? Where have you come from? Prove it. Prove it. That's the big thing. They're like I oh, yeah, prove it, and and it's not like that for me. So, as I was going through this growth process, I was very in my mind about everything because it was it was like I wanted a plan because it's safe, mm. right? Like the first kind of seminar like this that I ran, it, I think Johan came to two of the three days. Taylor was actually the days. Like I had a. I had a sheet like this, like a big post-it note on the window, and I had everything that I was gonna talk about written down. Right? And like the first container you came through, like I had notes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what we're gonna talk about in a drawing, and and it wasn't working. It, it it was working. It was working. It was working, but it wasn't like really it like it wasn't like this is new. This is a new thing that that is like the rest of the market's gonna to have to catch up because this is new. This doesn't exist like anywhere else. And so I, I go, I, you know, I'm still going through this. And then, and then last year, in August last year, I had this six day program that I was teaching and I just got this very distinct message feeling in my gut of you can't have a plan. Mm. You, you're really good at plans. Wow. You're good at running this from your mind. It's now time for you to step away from the plan and just shop and see what happens. And I've never done that before. And it was six days, the longest seminar i had done. I'm like, that's pretty stressful. But that's when it really started to shift. And then over time, working with more and more men, getting more and more comfortable showing up and not having a plan, that's when it started shifting. And, and what we've really gotten to now is it's always about the experience. Mm. And, and just for context, what that means is rather than convincing you, you need to love yourself more, we're going to make you feel, or, or we're going to help you help yourself feel what's life like if all of your shit's down right like all the judgment feeling like you're not enough self-doubt overanalyzing frustrations like the whole the the baggage that we're all carrying the armor that we're carrying what's life like if that's gone like com- completely gone and we can give guys that feeling for three days right you know you can you leave a container and you're like mm. i'm super superman mm. especially your first couple when yeah. you're not like yeah, you yeah. don't really know what's coming and you're like dancing through it and that's, and that's been the big shift is we don't teach anyone anything until they've felt that it's true. Once you've felt that it's true, then I'll teach it because we actually can't give men what they need if we do it the other way. And I've also realized with women, it's just as powerful if you do it the other way first. Don't worry yeah. so much about yeah. the up here, yeah. the plan about the thing you need to grab. You know, let's actually like, Let's go to the experience. But just on that plan,
1: that because I think a lot of people that are listening to the podcast can really resonate with that. And mm-hmm. I think as men, we are typically over planners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to control every sort of outcome. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about you stepping into that flow state of like, yeah. I have to trust myself enough here yeah. to just not plan and go with it. Yeah. What do you
0: think well, like, happened in that moment? Yeah. Well, I think two things. One, I've done the work that I can do that. Like, that's really important. That's very key. Yeah. And, and we've, you know, we spoke about this somewhere in some yeah. of the previous episodes. Like, you know, I know enough where I can do that. Yeah. But that's not, I'm not coming from it from that place. I'm not coming from it where I'm like, um, I know I've got all these things memorized, so I don't have to have a plan. It's not that. Mm. It's like I'm at my best when I trust myself completely. When I trust myself completely, I have to be in flow because my mind is trying to get certainty. It's trying to find things to grasp and to hold on to. That's me not trusting myself, right? So, you know, there's this really interesting interplay between certainty and trust. So if I let all the certainty go and just trust myself, well, then like I've got to be present. Yeah, and and it's not it's so it's not like but it's not a burn my boat thing. It's, no. it's a little bit of that, but it's mostly actually trust and me just being like cool, you know. Let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, because the work that we do, when you're ultimately present, like, yeah. when you are so present, magic happens. Yeah. and the moment you're in your head, yeah. it goes a different direction. Yeah,
0: and and we can all feel it. Yeah. Um. And so, so that was huge for me. And then and then since that's happened. And since I've realized, you know, so the first three years of this company, I didn't know where we were gonna be in 12 months time because I was like, well, whatever spirit tells me. Now I feel like Touchwood, uh the plan's not gonna change in 12 months, which is really exciting. And so I'm like, okay, great. I just need to build this for men. Do you know what I mean? And so that's given me so much clarity. You know, I've understood enough and I've really trusted myself to stop listening to other people. And that was huge. Like it was so difficult for me to say, I don't want to go to other programs anymore. So I, I can't, I still can't believe how you did that. Yeah. Like, like it that, was, it that's was crazy. Huge. Yeah. And you know, that was, you know, a bunch of my, basically everyone that I knew with the exception of my fiance was going to programs yeah. and going to specific programs. And I was like, but did you do that before? Well, you, no. It never
1: seemed like you were a guy that
0: did that from the start. Go to programs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I went to, I went to programs all the time. Like, oh, I've been to David Dem- Destiny twice. Yeah. I mean, the right type of program, yeah. not every uh, program under the sun. And you've
1: done, like, you know, some coaching stuff with your mentor. And yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've got, you know, like, yeah, I've, I've you know, I've spent 100K on self help. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I've been down a rabbit hole, but then I just started again, and this is all just me reading and listening to myself. It's like, you've got to stop listening to these other voices because you're losing yourself because I'm such a, and I think you'd be the same. Like I'm such a sponge for this stuff that if I go to another program, the next KYD we're in, I'm just going to talk about this stuff because like it's just, it just goes straight in. And then I'm not talking about the way we do it. And so, and that was huge because I had a part of me, I had actually a protection mechanism, which was, which we found Mr. Avoider. Mm. And it was, I'm so scared of avoiding shit that I'm going to always assume I'm avoiding things and assume I have a blind spot because that way I'll never miss it. Mm. And so constant check, constantly checking, what am I missing here? What's the blind spot? And a lot of the times my brain would create something. And so then we get into a situation where one part of me is like, don't keep going to programs. Another part of me is like, you, you must go to programs. Because uh, the only reason- You don't to miss anything. Exactly. Because the only reason you wouldn't want to go to a program is because you're scared. And I lived in that for probably six months to a year, like constantly back and forth, back and forth. And it was fucked. It was so, and I was just deep in my mind, right? Couldn't trust myself. And so that all started unwinding. And then now I'm in a place where like, I'm very happy to talk about the influences in our work. Like even in the seminar on the weekend, I was talking about like, well, these are probably the five to Mm -hmm. six biggest influences and I can put them in order. Yeah. But we have our thing. I actually really like that you do
1: that. Cool. Now. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you've got more clarity on your own direction. Yeah. And you can get super clear on what those other influences have done for this. Yeah. And you speak about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice.
0: Yeah. And so, but but now it's like we've I've gotten deep enough into it now that I'm like oh we're doing something new, and yes, yeah. and that's been me trusting myself in that and having self belief to like look at you know the world and this giant industry and and be like we actually have something new and to not be like everyone else is saying, no, this is a new way when it's actually just the same shit. It's like, no, this is actually mm. new. doesn't exist. The way we the way we are with people, the results, like it's all pretty fucking crazy. Mm. Um, you know, like we had a guy on the weekend stand up like deep in pain, like hates himself, you know, ask himself, you know, whether he should kill himself, you know, his whole life. And I don't always like working. I, I don't always think I'm the best person to work with people like that um you know that's what psychologists and psychiatrists are for but i could just feel with him it was an energy thing and like i could could see that i could help and he opens his eyes and he's like we have that moment where the whole room gets goosebumps because he says you know you know what is self-hatred here to teach you when he said to be bold and to go after it and the whole room's like what the fuck just happened and so dude and and just seeing that you know to
1: say like to be bold and get after it. If he was in any other energetic place than the state that he was in, it would just wouldn't have landed no. the way it landed. No. Cause he was in a really interesting spot. Yeah. It was a very it was a place of uh, acceptance and love and and he'd let go of a lot of the judgment
0: yes. that he put on himself. And and it was like I mean, I'm now getting goosebumps again, it's like it was soft. It wasn't I'm gonna be fucking bold oh, no, powerful. No. Oh yeah. It was like it was like it was truth, king. Yeah, it was king. And this is and this is what I love. It's like we're really helping men find the truth of who they are in the world, and that's not like yell and scream and like I'm the fucking man, like I'm a warrior, like that's. I kind of like that. Oh, I love it. And that. I also I also really like that. It's in, I think it's important for men to yes. go to those places. Yes. Well, we need we need to make a distinction here between the warrior energy and like people who are like. You know, jumping up and down Like, I feel fucking fantastic I, it, it, There's a yeah, separation yeah. here The warrior energy is necessary Yeah, Right? Necessary. You need to have that part of you That is a warrior Like, that will go to war And if you're not in touch with that energy People will cross your boundaries And women won't respect you mm. And you won't have the sex That you really want to have I get. that's the, yep. the big, and we could probably find more. Yep. Say that right. again for me. People won't respect you. Yep, women won't. Women won't. So, sorry, people will cross your boundaries, yeah. women won't respect you, and you won't have the sex you want to have.
1: Because
0: mm. you don't have access to that primal part of you. Yes. Now, we live in a world where there are a lot of men who are too connected to that primal energy, right? And there's this whole idea that there are two components to the masculine there's, you know, there's who you are as a human being, and then there's this divine thing within you. And that's why if you go back to these ancient myths, a lot of these heroes have two fathers. They have their normal earthly father. So Jesus has Joseph and then Jesus is also the son of God. It's like, well, cause as a masculine, we have that primal human part of us that just wants to fucking eat. Mm. And then we have that spiritual part of us who wants to make the world a better place. And the whole idea of rites of passage was to take a young boy who's firmly in his animal and take him into this place where he's led by his spirit. And that's really what we're cool. missing. Yeah. And so what we're doing it's necessary to be in contact with that animal. And a lot of men deny that animal mm-hmm. and, and we see that in our programs. Yeah, heaps. And they're just, there's. it's like, because, cause it, you know, where I'm at now with this stuff, it, it does feel like energy to me. I'm just feeling where someone's at and I can feel like what's missing or, or what they could maybe develop or grow in. It's like, it's like with you, especially with all the work that we're doing, like you, there's a centeredness to your energy. Mm. It's not like, like I know if I pushed you, eventually you push back. Mm. There's, there's a lot of men where it's, it's just not there. Yeah. Right. There's like no pushback. It's not even, it's like, there's, there's no, just no center. There's no spine. There's no spine. That's exactly what it is. No, no spine. And that spine comes from that deep yeah, warrior part of you. It. So uh, it's that's yes, that, right? But what that, this guy and what, what kind of the shift that we're making is, it's not loud, it's not yelling, it's not any of that. It's truth. And so it's really about, it's really about putting things down. It's like, well, okay, let's, let's really believe that there's a part of you that is the hero within you. Okay, great. Let's really believe that. All right, then what if who you really are is the hero? Okay, great. Well then, what if you just need to let everything else go? And that's such a different way of being than let me prove to myself that I'm the hero. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the the you know, like have you seen Kung Fu Panda? No. Uh, Space Jam? Yes. Great. The moral of the story <laughs> in Space Jam <laughs> is that the reason, man, you're gonna be off. I had to think about <laughs> that. <laughs> you, yeah. you, if you haven't seen either of those, you were dead to me. Um, the moral of the story in Space Jam is Bugs Bunny gets Michael Jordan's secret water and it's just water. Yeah. Right? You're already Michael Jordan. Yeah. You just gotta believe in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well let's really believe that. Okay, great. If I am the hero, if I'm totally unstoppable, completely powerful, full of love, why don't I feel like that? And that's, that's where we step in with men. It's a, such a different assumption. It's not, I'm not enough, how do I be enough? It's not, how do I get better? It's not even, I need to grow. Because you do need to get better, and you do need to grow. But at the core assumption, it's somehow I've convinced myself that I'm not who I am. Mm. We've all done that. Yeah. I've picked things up in my life where I've convinced myself that I'm someone else other than at a deep level, I know I'm destined for something. This is what all men feel. I know I'm destined for something. I know I can be doing more than I currently can be doing. Mm -hmm. I know I'm leaving shit on the table. Okay, great. Let's assume that's true. Now what? And that's the difference. It's like, it sounds so small, but when you play that out, the way we're being with people is completely different. And that's why, you know, that's why guys have what happens on the weekend. And we get all these emails and they're like, what the fuck just happened? It's like, well, Let's not worry about explaining it. Let's just feel it. Then, once you've felt it and know it true, we can give you every explanation of the aside. And I just think men get it. Mm. And when it's explained like that, they get it. Because it's true. Like, we are proven. I'm definitely like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm and it's a motherfucker. It. And it's, it's great. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you should do yeah, that. hell yeah. And you have to know how to switch that off. Yeah, yeah. You yes. have to know when to hold that and when to put it down. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of men, they're just holding it. Mm. So, yeah, I think, I don't know, how have you seen the work? and change. Because you've been around it now for, for nearly for a nearly year. We're, we're four days away from you coming through your container. Wow. Yeah. I like that you are. Five, five days away. Yeah. I think, I mean, your, your
1: energy has really changed quite a lot. Mm. Um, since I first met you. And as a result, the work's changed. How do I feel that the work has changed? Well, I think my own belief and trust in the work is like exponentially greater than where it was. Mm. Um, and I think what's helped me so much is like seeing the different shifts that we've had at KYDs with yeah. men. Yeah. And as every, after every KY, every KYD has been better. Yeah. Like regardless of how many fucking people we get to a container or not, like from an energetic point of view and for an understanding and like really impacting the men in front of us, uh, every KYD has gotten better. Yeah. And as I see that happening, it, it kind of just instills like this, this real deep belief that this is new. Yeah. And I have come from a world of a typical personal development program is fucking standing in the corner and just like, you know screaming one line at each other like I will be the best I can make money yeah. I am like great yeah. over and over and over and over again yeah until we change the subconscious yeah like and I understand that that stuff also works yes like you know we have a big enough shift in our subconscious yeah. and, and it sticks yeah um I also think there's a time and a place for that yeah this feels like very different and yeah. I think as, as much as I wanted something to go a certain way, we're actually going the other way. Yeah.
0: Because the bit in here, in what you just said, is why do you need to convince yourself? That's the question no one's asking. Okay. Yeah. Let me yell, I am great. It's on my life yeah, yeah. But why don't you already believe it? Yeah. And that's, it's such a different question. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, okay, well, let's assume you're already great. Because mm-hmm. that's what you, you're just going to convince yourself of something you already know. Okay, great. Well, why don't you already believe it? Mm. that's a very interesting question like well I have all this evidence and I'm like okay great but is that you who believes it or is that a part of you and that's like then you're off to a place that's a different world. The, totally different world yeah. and you know Alex and I
1: uh, my other podcast The Transition uh, we he, he showed me a comment that somebody made on, on one of his uh, health programs and he said the guy said when I get skinnier I'll be happier mm. and I have been able to look at that comment, whereas before I looked at that comment and be like, fuck, you know, that guy like really needs to love himself or even like um, uh, that's not the right way to think about things and now I can look at that in a very different way. Yeah. You know, I, I can understand that that's a part of him that's yeah. you know feeling like that and then I can also like unpack it and be yes. like, where's the breakdown here? Yeah. You know, where is this this guy feeling, um, you know, what, what at its core like, it's not about getting skinny. It's not about losing weight. I know that. Yeah. At a deeper level, it's like, let's
0: unpack the emotions that you've been storing away in the yes. basement. Because that's also the thing that made you be fat. That's the bit. Does that make sense? It's wow. Like, do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The reason you're not happy is the reason you fucking ate food. Yeah, so yeah. now you're in a situation where you're only going to be happy when you finish losing weight, but it's the, the losing weight isn't the issue. It's that you're unhappy. Yeah. And so you're fucked. Yeah. Like, you actually, that's an unwinnable game. Yes. Like, cause what happens if you get skinny and then you realize, oh, I'm, I'm still s-. unhappy. Yeah. And we meet so many people like that. Exactly. Right. Who've done the thing and they're like, oh, cause at the end of the day, what's holding us all back in our life is what we're resisting about ourselves. What, it's like, we have these experiences that we go through. We feel like there's something wrong with us. We feel like we're not worth it. We feel like we're not enough. And that experience is so painful. We lock it away and we don't want to deal with it. And that's, this is a universal thing that all human beings do. That then plays out, right? Everywhere It's like, dude, I don't know how I used to have conversations with people because I was so in my shit mm. that someone would say something to me and I'd get angry and then I'd just speak at my anger at them. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck you. And it's like, we're not communicating. I'm putting my emotions on the table and blaming you for them. And then you're putting your emotions on the table and blaming me for them. And we're just going to hope for some fucking, like, we're going to hope it's, it sorts itself out somehow. And it almost certainly won't. And so... You know, this, this guy who's, I'm gonna be happy when I'm skinny. Actually, if you get happy now, if you figure out how to let go of what's stopping you from being happy, you'll actually get skinny. Mm. This is, that's the bit, mm. right? It's like, you know, the reason you're a gambling addict, the reason you're addicted to drugs, the reason that you're overweight and you abuse food is avoiding because- something. You're avoiding something. Yeah. And fair enough, last hug. And I think the other thing that this guy really needs is someone to say, yeah man, fair enough. I get that you're unhappy with your life. Hey, fair enough. And maybe you do need to lose weight. Cool. Yeah. Like, let's not not lose the weight. Yeah, no, agreed. But you're going to lose this weight and you're still going to be unhappy. And then you're going to be like, well, what's the point? Like, what's the fucking point? Mm. I may as well be fat. And then you'll just be even fatter. That's right. And then then it's like, and then you start getting disillusioned with the process. And we meet a lot of guys who are in that place. And that's a very dangerous place to be. So what do you mean by that? As in like you know, I've tried and it didn't work. Oh, I've tried and it didn't work. And now I've tried so many times and it didn't work so many times. uh, Maybe I don't want to play the game anymore. And that's- That's a different beast. That's a different beast. And that's a very dangerous place, especially for the masculine to be because then we start asking, well, what's the point? Like I've sat with a woman before and and she told me, I think the point of my life might be to be in pain. Right? There are people out there who feel like this, who look at their life and look at all the trauma they've been through. And they're like, my logical answer is my life. The reason I am alive is to feel pain. And like, if that person's suicidal, like, fair enough. Mm. I don't mean fair enough as in they should, you know, suicide. But I mean, I would feel suicidal as well. If mm. that was the sum total of my life is I think I'm here to feel pain, like, fuck, I get it. And so I think, it, you know, you, you, you can pull it a single fabric of like, you know, uh, why does it when my... Man, the smallest. I was uh I was on a getting a tram the other day in Melbourne and uh, and I thought I was at the wrong stop, turned out I was at the right stop, and the second I thought I was in the wrong stop, I just felt all the sadness. Oh wow. And I was like, whoa, why have I just gone from normal to sad in a heartbeat? Because I'm at I'm at the wrong tram stop. And then and that's like that's a rabbit hole that just goes to the bottom of your being, right? Like my teenage, actually my, teenage, my teenager doesn't want to go so into it, but like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing something wrong. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, here we go. I've done something wrong. Yeah, again. yeah. And I'm sad. See, where I, I would
1: go into anger. Yeah. I, I would go into like, uh, how the fuck did you get this right? Yeah. Like, how did you end up at this tram station? Mm-hmm. Now right. I'm pissed
0: off because mm-hmm. I'm going to get to another tram station. Mm-hmm. That's where I would go. And it's like, okay, that's, that's not that big a deal. I'm just getting angry at a train stop. No your default response to situations that you can't control or that you feel like aren't working is anger mm. how does that play out in your business how does that play out in your relationship how does that play out as you as a dad mm. what are your parents what are your children going to grow up with that's the bit and it's, it's it's not it's the whole it's the whole bit world. no I understand yeah yeah and it's like and then so I guess what we give guys is like Here's a first of all, it's always the way of being. Yeah, this like, is what I would love you to
1: talk about because this is for me how it's really changed yeah. in the last couple of months.
0: Well, it's in the last couple of, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, last like in the last weeks. Ten days. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, because again, and I, you know, I was sharing this with some of our clients. Like I was, I was, I was reading some guy's story about uh, how all this trauma he'd been through as a little boy, and I got triggered by it because my little boy had been through something similar, and I'm here trying to do my job and trying to read through this guy's story. And all of a sudden I start feeling really sad. I'm like, alrighty, right? Like I'm, and, and it's so important. And we make this decision in our programs. And it's so important for everyone to, to talk about what, when we're talking about the work, that's because it's like truth is here and the work is here and we're all underneath it, trying to figure it out, myself included. And maybe I'm the best at it and that's okay. And then we're all, you know, subservient to the truth of the work. Mm. And that's so important, because mm. it's not my thing, it's not your thing, it's not any mm. of our clients' things. It's all we're together and we're trying to figure this fucking yeah. thing out. Yeah. right? And so- We're trying to serve. Yeah, we're trying to serve. Yeah. And, and, to make the world a better fucking place. Yeah, well, well, the thing that I love is we're trying to help. Yeah. We're trying Because I, I love the energy of we're trying to help the world. Because trying to change the world yeah. is like, it, it's, it's it doesn't, just- It doesn't
1: feel like we're trying to change the world no, either.
0: No, cause that's because we're not. Yeah. We're just like, we're helping one man at a time get what he needs to become who he wants to be in his life. And that person is the hero. And so this way of being that we we've kind of figured out is it's like, oh there's a, there's it's like there's a version of myself I can be. So it's like, you know, you can be happy, you can be, you know, happy MJ, sad MJ, angry MJ, frustrated MJ, you can be all these different forms of who you are. There's a there's a version who you can be, the most true part of you where if you put that part of yourself in charge, everything in your life gets magnificently better almost overnight. And it's still really hard. Mm. There's no way out of the it's really hard, mm. right? And there's actually a significant percentage of the time where it's actually more hard than before. It gets harder before it gets easier because all the shit like, you know, I'm, I'm fat because I eat because I hate myself. Well, all that shit you used to avoid, now you have to feel and that's very overwhelming for some guys, and that's why we're very careful with who we work with, because you need to be in a stable enough position where you can start lifting the lid on things that you've been trying to get away from or for a long time. Right? That's so important to realize. It's like, you know, we're laughing and joking and talking about how awesome this, yeah, and it's work. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard, right? Like you're gonna cry, man. It's it's very normal for guys to leave our programs and spend the next week, next six weeks crying for no reason. Mm-hmm. Just be like sitting in the car and just crying. And it's like, well, yeah, because. This is what you haven't been feeling your whole life has been built to stop you from feeling these emotions. But if you can go towards the dragon, if you can not run away, but go towards the dark place, go to the scary place and then learn what you need to learn so you can be in that place and let it go. Like just the shifts that start happening are crazy. Like they are genuinely, the only way you can explain it is a spiritual shift. Mm. Like people just, you're like, whoa, it's crazy. Mm. Like we see this in our seminars, we're like, man, that's really that just happened like remember on the weekend like there was this guy going to the finger and I just came over to you and I just put my hand on you and I was like man this is the second yeah. like he's in the middle of the thing and I have this little boy within me who like loves what I do so much and there are times when I just want to be like like at our relationship seminar and I was just like man this is fucking for what's happening right now and I want to like just pull out of it and laugh but then I'm like that's got to be serious so uh yeah that's that's the thing it's like what is the most true version of you what is that and and we figured out how to find it and that's real hard but we did it and now it's about okay cool there's a you know we teach a way of life it's Mm -hmm. really a philosophy Mm -hmm. i really love that idea because if you come into our program and you look at it as another program that people do and you look at it as another place to get tools you'll miss the point you'll miss it and you actually won't think it worked Mm -hmm. and fair enough right but if you come into it as this isn't a bunch of tools which are going to help me get better this is how do i live as the Mm -hmm. most truthful part of myself And you fully commit to that and you live by our values, like we have story after story after story after story of Mm. just creating unbelievable change. And even this idea of what's the most truthful part of myself, like that's not a question people ask themselves. Yeah. Right? Where am I in my life? I feel like I'm being most truthful in who I am. And so, you know, I really credit a lot of Jordan Peterson's influence around this, like really getting me to get what truth is and how important it is. And then, you know, us just like being in the ring. Wow! Yeah. It's hectic. We've got ten minutes left.
1: With that guy, you know, um, when I get skinnier, I'll be happier. Mm. How can you approach that situation? Mm. Like, how can you open up that world for him?
0: Mm. Well, you've got. To, sorry. You've got to. He's got to be open right? It's got to be coachable. Yeah. Yeah. Like the a reason, first step. That's the yeah. reason that the first thing I ever talk about is are you willing to be coachable? Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, like we really need time. Like I haven't done an hour long speech in a long time or a 20 minute speech. I used to do this a lot. I don't know what I would talk about in an hour because I'm like, I really need like... What do you mean an hour long speech? What it's do you mean like, that? well, it's, you know, you can go to events and they have four speakers that each speak for an hour each. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... That's not enough time. Yeah. Like I can't get into it because it's not about what does he need to say? What do I need to say to him? Mm. It's what does he need to feel? Yes. And what he needs time to do is to feel safe that he can start to speak the truth little bit by little bit. Mm. Why do you really think you're overweight? Oh, I don't know. I'm just really busy at work and... You know, I struggle because you know I'm really stressed and so I often can't get the food I wanna eat so I get a lot of takeaway. So, I, so I'm, I'm overweight because I get a lot of takeaway. Bullshit. No, you're not. That's the tactical reason that mm. you're doing this. Okay, mm. great. Why did you not cook yourself, make yourself healthy food, get healthy food? Why, why is it always takeaway? Well, it's just really easy. Mm. Okay, great. Why are you always trying to do what's only easy? Right? So you, it's like layers, yeah, it, and it's that that
1: in a way that is a tool where you constantly ask why, why, why. Yes. But you're not asking why from that headspace. No. You know, you're asking why from very much a, an energetic and a feeling. Well,
0: yes, yeah. and that's because I've been through so many of those conversations yeah. but that more often than not I skip the step and I'm like, well, this is why. Oh, you right. can right. literally feel it. Straight well, up. yeah. Well, sometimes, yeah, 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 I can feel it. So I'm I get tough And I'm like, this is the bit. Yeah, and you'll say, hey, it's all these things. And I'm like, hey, do I actually think it's this. Mm. And that's just cause sometimes my brain will literally say, hey, this guy hates himself. And I'm like, hey, do you think you hate yourself? And he says, Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. That's pretty- that's, and, and, yeah. and, I, and I can also feel like, I know what it, I know what people pleasing feels like. I know what self hatred feels like. Like when a guy gets up and he's a people pleaser, I can tell it straight away. Cause there's a way of like holding their body. When you're a people pleaser, you're like, and when, whereas you, when you hate yourself, there's a way of holding your face. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like very, yeah. 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 So. And and but that guy needs to feel so safe to be able to do that, because it's like okay, well, you know, why do you think you don't put yourself first so much? It's like, oh, well, work's really important. I'm like, well, how do you feel about the fact that you're constantly sacrificing yourself for work? And oftentimes I'll try and diminish it. And so I'm like, hey man, let me be straight. You are literally killing yourself. You are literally shortening your life for your corporate job. Mm. If you were five years old and I told you that's what you were going to do with your life, how would you feel? And the reason that you have to put it like that is because otherwise he's not gonna, he's gonna mm. keep, you know, doing what guys do. Oh, no, it's not that big a deal. It's like, dude, it is a fucking big deal. Wow. Right? And then once he's acknowledged it, then I'm like, okay, cool. Why don't you really tell me what's going on? And then that's when it will start to come out. Mm. Right? That's when it's like, well, look, to be honest, you know, here's a stat that'll fuck your life up 50% of over 50% of morbidly obese people, they think, um, they did a, a study with um, a company in America, Kaiser something or other, where They're working with obese people and they just got them to tick a box and 50% of obese people have been through um, some sort of trauma. Wow. Because a lot of people use weight as a way to shield themselves. So for example, if you've been sexually abused growing up and you want to hide from men... Like, what better way to be? That's right. Incredibly overweight. Exactly. Right. If you're scared of the world and you're worried about people, well, you're very invisible if you're very overweight because people are going to avoid you and not look at you, so you're very safe. And so it's like, holy shit! Wow. I'm judging all these fat people, and if I look at a person who's overweight, there's a one in two chance that that person's been through some severe trauma. Then you're just like, and that that really blew my mind, right? When I learned that, I, was like, I oh, used whoa. to judge
1: fat people as well, dude. Of
0: course, yeah. me too. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh wow, it's a very different way of looking at it and so like I know that and I'm like okay cool like this guy's there's a 50% chance this dude's been through trauma okay great and so it, it, like we've gone from I'm overweight because I'm too busy yeah. to like actually I got beaten up a lot when I was growing up I got bullied a lot at school and I just didn't want to be seen well you know I, I got bullied a lot at school and I didn't really like how I felt and you know my parents were working a lot and so I often had to cook myself dinner and they left me money and so I just ordered pizzas a lot and oftentimes eating pizza made me feel better. And then I got pretty overweight and then the kids stopped bullying me because I was a bit bigger. And so, and that's why he's overweight. Mm. And he's unhappy because he doesn't want to be like that, but he's still living as a 15 year old. Mm. And, and that like, and there are so many people that are living that exact life that we've just described. Like if, if there was a million people listening to this podcast, like 200,000 of the men, that's that we've just described them in terms of being overweight, why they're actually overweight, where it really comes from, the, what they tell themselves versus what's true. And we all know that like that deeper, like gut level, what's true. So it's just really hard when you don't have the tools and no one's ever explained to you how to do it and you don't feel safe to say it. Mm. And what we do is we have the tools, we have the process, we can give you all the answers. But the biggest thing we can do is make you feel safe to say the thing. Wow. And that's what we do from that. Mm. Like, let's just make this so safe. Talk about non-judgment. Talk about all the things. And if you're willing to follow this, we will go wherever we need to go and we know how to get you out of wherever you need to go. Because at the end of the day, you know how to get out of it. Mm. You just need a little bit of nudging.
1: Do you think that's a big part of why the KYDs keep getting better and better? Because you are able to step into a, a space
0: where you help others feel safe. Mm. I think they're getting better and better because... Like, I, uh, uh, you know, I've just landed. It's like I've landed on a level. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm super Saiyan level two now instead of super Saiyan mm, level one. So it's mm. just like things that were very difficult, and now they're just what happens. And and I just have so much faith in, like faith and trust. You know, I, I, yeah. So yeah, no, I understand. And and like, I'm never not trying to figure out how we can do better. And that's a Really important part. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I'm never like this is good. Let's not worry about this anymore. Yeah. It's always we're always as a trying to make it better. What can we do that's better? Yeah, yeah. And that's like it's not. We're not even that conscious of it. It's just something that's always happening. Yeah. How can we improve this? What can we tweak? And it's, it's yeah. always like, oh, that was really good. Let's do that again. And so, you know, it's like we've built the process that now we just trust the process and run the process and the magic happens. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm really like what I hope people can see in this is like just how much we care. Like I'm getting yeah. emotional talking about these dudes and like, and that it's so possible. And someone said to me after the KYD on the weekend, "Why might have been you, what we really give these men is belief. Yeah. And it's belief that they can get out of it. Yeah. They can get out of prison. And that there's someone who's been in the prison that they're in or close enough to it and that we can get out. Yeah. And that's like... That's the bit. The prison of their mind. Yeah. You fucking, that prison that you've built for yourself, like there's a way out. Wow. And it's not to try and break the prison because that doesn't work. We do care a lot. Heaps. Yes. As a company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the reason that we're able to do what we do and it's what cuts through. Yeah. It cuts through. It know? cuts it really through. Does, especially in this industry, man. Yeah. Like. I really like it. I liked it. Yeah. It's
1: insane. Yeah. It's it really is insane. insane. Like what else is out there for this ballpark yeah. of like self-help and i know yeah. we don't put ourselves in a self-help well, and especially company. for men yeah because
0: that's right it's like we don't you know we, we work with men we're trying to help men in this whatever you want to label it as thing that we have going on with masculinity but we don't even talk about that it's not like i sit down here and someone's like well how do we solve what's happening with men i'm like i got fucking no idea How'd yeah do that? all i know is you help men find the truth of who they are, and shit gets better. One person at a time. One person at a time. Like, <laughs> that's what we'll. That's what we'll do. That's
1: gangster. We should put right. that on a shirt or something. Yeah,
0: it's and because that's it. It's like man, I fucking know how to solve this problem, but I do know that things get a lot better when people can be the truth, and so that's what we'll do. And we have the process. We know what we're doing. We know how to do it. Doesn't mean we're perfect. Doesn't mean everyone responds to the work really well. Like it, we're a growing, learning organization and company, and. When you can put men in this situation where it's about them, it's not about, you know, anything else. It's not like bullshit headline readers. It's like the work and the deepest parts of it and the honest, uncomfortable truths and then having someone who can help you out of that so you don't have to keep feeling what you're feeling and it's just that for the rest of your life, like good shit happens. Mm. Like, really amazing shit starts happening. And this is why, like, I think this is, like people feel like, duh, this isn't, this isn't an up here thing. Because the craziest part of all of this is we can do up here better than anyone. Like if someone wants to sit down in a, in a room mm. with me and let's, they can ask questions and I can draw models, like we can do that. Like think about the explanation we have at the end of our container. That hour we do. I'm like, mm. man, we mm. can fucking do it. But that's not what's that happening. That won't mean anything to anyone no, if they don't really that's feel. That's exactly right. And, and this is, you know, to bring this home, it's like we read the Tao Te Ching to people at the start of our seminars. And they're like, okay (laughs) I like that and then we read it to them at the end of our seminars and they're like holy fucking shit (sighs)
1: literally see dudes just sitting back right in their chair it's like fucking bombs going
0: off. yeah Yeah. like well that's my favourite part of the seminar because we finish reading and then there's just this energy in the room that's it's so unique because it's like wow this is a two and a half thousand year old book and it's just explained exactly what I felt And then everyone slowly opens their eyes and you know, there's 20 people in the room, 10 people in the room, five people in the room, everyone's a net king. Mm -hmm. And everyone's just like, whoa. And it's like, yeah. And we move from that space. Yeah. And this is where you can live. So yeah, man, that's where we're at. And then I think the final thing, um, I won't talk about this too much, but it's like, you know, there's this saying that the Buddha has, which is actually my favorite, probably my favorite saying, um, which is that, you know, my teachings are a finger pointing to the, mu- to the moon. Don't confuse the finger for the moon. And I'd love
1: a little more explanation on that because every single time you say that, I feel like I
0: get more and more confused. Well, it's uh, good. Good. Well, that's, that's the general <laughs> place of our relationship. So that's good. Um, it's like, like a guy could hear everything that we've just said and use it to think better. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. He's like, oh, I need to ask why more. Yeah, to I, get
1: this thing working to better. To get his
0: brain working better. That, that's everything we've just said. He's like, oh, I get it more. I get it more. And it's like, no. When you think you've got it, you've lost it. Mm. Right? When you're lost, you're found. Mm. It's this whole idea of no, this is all to feel more. Does that make sense? Yes. And so, and this goes for me as well, because like my life is designing the next phase and, and like, what's this thing? And I can get into. I'm so good now At finding a lesson Man, I can be like Where did it happen the other day? I think I was in the sauna Or the steam room And you know in the steam room How there's water on top of the steam room And the water fell on me in some way And I pulled some profound lesson About that's how life is Where are all just drops of water on the ceiling And we don't know when we're going to drop And all we have ah. is The time we're on the ceiling With our other water drops until we drop And I'm like That's like That's I'm sorry, I don't That's oh. great But also That's fucking irrelevant Yeah It's how do you feel? What do you yeah. f- Not even how do you feel? That's still mine. It's You know, what am I feeling? Yeah. And so, it's a it's a big thing for me because it's so easy for me to say all of the right things because I know the exact thing to say and feel none of it. And this happens. This happened when we were having a conversation with me, you and y'all a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago. They're like, yeah, you said the right thing but I didn't feel it. Mm. Remember I was like, and, and that's because I'm in, I'm in the finger. I'm, yeah. I'm like, this is the right thing to say. Yes. Like, not, what am I feeling? Yeah. And for the, for the listeners, the full quote? Uh, my, uh, my teachings are, this is the Buddha, by the way, not me. My teachings are a finger pointing to the moon. Don't confuse the finger for the moon. Mm. And this is a lesson for me and for you and for our company and every man in here. The only point of knowledge is so we can experience more. And it's so important that we learn that. Because what's happening right now is men especially, we have so much knowledge and we experience nothing. And we're like, what how do I get the right knowledge so I experience more? It's like, no. Incorrect. What do I need to let go of so I experience more? What do I need why do I need less knowledge? Because you need knowledge. Don't don't get me wrong, you fucking need knowledge. I got a lot of knowledge. But the knowledge is not the bit, it's the experience. What am I feeling? Where am I at? What's going on with me? What do I feel like I need to do to not do? And that's the thing and that's the lesson that you know, these great systems of philosophy like Taoism have been teaching people for thousands of years. This isn't a new problem. Right? This is a problem that human beings have had as long as they've been human beings and we're really just telling the truth in a different way. Mm. And so it's so important that it's like it's not the knowledge. Don't come, don't listen to this podcast and learn how to think better. Listen to this podcast and feel more. Wow. And that'll be really scary. And then come to our programs and pay us a bunch of money and we can teach you how to make that less scary. And that's the thing, right? That and I think that's what we should end on. That's gangster. And that's and that's why I said it quote. Are you less confused? Yes. Great.
1: Way less confused. <laughs> great. No, no, I got it. It's awesome. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, perfect, man. I, that was gangster. Yeah, that, that was, was great. great. I like that. I like how one question can open up a, an hour conversation. Yeah. Well, it's really
0: nice because it's like we're Sunday. ending. Well, yeah, we can end, but like. Uh, Done. Okay. It's gonna start speaking more, but that's fine. We'll end on that. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Love. That was great. That was